0: welcome to our class on this we're going to be learning a beautiful chasidic discourse in the rebbe the name of the chasidic discourse is called vayita eshel the rebbe said this chasidic discourse on shabbos which was the 20th day of the month of cheshven mar Cheshvin, in the year which is exactly 37 years ago so again the chasidic discourse is based on the verse, in this week's Torah portion, that says, Vayita Eishel He planted an Eishel, which we'll soon learn what an Eishel actually means, in the city of Beershava, Shavah, Vayik b'shem Hashem. and he called there in the name of God, kale Olam God's world. And we'll soon explain what that means as well. So the Rabbi says he brings, from the Hasidic discourse of the Rebbe Rashab. The fifth Chabad Rebbe, who is celebrating his birthday in Chav in a Chasidic discourse on this verse in the year Tovreishun, that the Rebbe says we merited, our generation merited, that it was printed. And in honor of this Shabbos, that the Rebbe said the Chassidic Discourse 37 years ago, and like, besides the the, the Chassidic Discourse and the book that was printed, but other, many other books on on mysticism were printed, that our generation merited that we have access to so much Hasidic philosophy. And the Rebbe says, you can say possibly their explanation is, why was it printed now? Because since, in this time, before Mashiach comes, we have to have something which is called ha Ischutza. The wellsprings of mysticism has to be spread all over the world, to the furthest part of the world. So therefore you need to have always something new, something something to inspire us. A new revelation, a new a new teaching that was that, that, that was discovered. And like it's brought down the discourses of the Rebbe Rashab, who again who is his birthday, that the king um, it releases all his powerful treasures that he never even used and he gives it to the people in the war to go ahead and to use it to fight the war so the same thing also is the physical war but there's a spiritual war and in order to have powerful ammunition the king releases powerful teaching so we can go ahead and be successful in our war so he brings over there as follows on this verse it says in the Zohar, he brings from the Zohar, and he says in the Zohar itself, it's written in the extra pages for the first part of the Zohar, and it says like this. I'll quote from the Zohar. Tochazi, come and look, Eser ten plantings. And even though it says, Vayita eishel, he planted an eishel, which is singular, but the Zohar says, it's ten plantings. And later he'll explain, how do you go from one to ten. So what does the Zohar say? He planted ten plantings what's the idea of 10 and he brings from the Mishnah like the Mishnah says that if you have a field and you have Esa and a Teos, 10 10 plantings of 10 trees you're allowed to you're allowed to go ahead and 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 work the field in in, in, in to, to protect the 10 trees when we're talking about eresh right before the 7th the year the sabbatical year up until the so you see that when it says a plantings a Mishnah refers to the idea of 10 now, what are these plantings? So the Zohar says, These are the ten plantings that God planted. And the Zohar continues on to say, And he's planting into that place, which is called the evening before the seventh. Before what does that mean practically? So he explains... What are the ten plant plantings? So the Zohar says these ten plantings is referring to the ten spherot. The ten spheres of the world of Attilus. So the ten plantings is referring to the ten spheres of Attilus. And the second part where the Zohar says the spheres. That he that he unites it to a place is called er, right before spheres. And those, what does that mean? You're drawing in, and you're connecting these powerful ten spheres of Atsilas with Malchus. And as we know, the sphere of Malchus is the seventh one. Why? Because when you count the the spheres, the are emotional spheres, starting from Chesed, Gvurah, Tipheres, Netzach, Malchus is the seventh. So the idea is to unite the ten, total ten spheres, the ten plantings, what? With Malchus, with the last sphere. And he explains over there at Lent, and that's in that Hasidic discourse, that the seventh year, which is called the Shemitah, the, the year, is just like Shabbat. The seventh year is connected to the same idea of Shabbat. And like it's brought down the Medrash, the Medrash says, and the Rebbe Hashab the, 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 the brings it in Hasidic discourse, and he said over there, that Kol HaShivin Chavivim. Anytime there's seven, seven is a very special number. In other words, in years, it's a special number. In days, it's a special number. We know Shabbat is a special number. So therefore, just like the every week, Shabbat is connected to which sphere? The sphere of Malchus. You know, Sunday is Chesed, Monday is Guru, but Shabbos is Malchus. So the same thing also when it comes to years, that the the seventh year is also connected to Malchus. However, so even though this, the seventh day of the week, Shabbat, and the seventh year, the Juba, the Shemitah year, is, 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 they're both connected to Malchus, but there is a difference. What's the difference? On Shabbat, what happens is there's an elevation of all the worlds get elevated. And therefore, because all the worlds get elevated, so there's an elevation, so therefore we don't do any work on Shabbat. However, when it cut, co- we don't do any work in Shabbat. However, when it comes to the seventh year, the only work that we don't do is working the earth. We don't, we don't spend the whole year like Shabbat. It's just, does, you know, as know, reference to the earth in Shabbat. But not in terms of everything else that we do in Shabbat. In other words, why is that? Because over there, it's only an elevation up, to, uh, uh, on the sphere of Malchus and, and the earth is basically Malchus. Earth is connected to that sphere of Malchus. So, in other words, so, what, so, based on this, what does he explain? That the ten plantings, which is con- connected to the ten spheroids, which is connected to the, to the seventh, to the, with the seventh year, which, what, what does it mean practically? It means drawing in the ten spheroids of Atilos in Malchus. Okay. This is what, this is why the verse says, Vagita Eshel, Bev'er Shavah. So what does it mean he planted an a-shell in Be'er Shavah. So a yeet to a is referring to what we just learned, the ten plantings, which is basically the ten spheres of a Why? What's the connection? Because an a what's an a Literally, on the simple understanding of a there's other commentaries which we'll learn in a minute, but the simple understanding of an a is a tree. He planted a tree. And like the, like the Evan Ezra, one commentary says that straight, uh, uh, that clearly that's referring to a tree. And other commentary say, an a tree. So what, what is the connection between a tree and the, and the, and the ten spheroids? Because the, the tree, as we know, is something that grows. Growth in the, in the, in the world of the spheroids is specifically za, so, the small face, which is chesed gburti Tiferes, netsachay yasoid. So that is the the, the spheres of atzilos, which are the ones that grow in atzilos. Now we know that every sphere is connected to all the spheres. And you know, for example, Cheser has all ten within them; Guru has all ten within them. So every one of these the six spheres of growth, which is connected to a tree, have within it all the ten spheres, and that's why he says esron and but then we have a simple quote we mentioned before it digresses a second he says one second if we're saying is he planted a tree and a tree is referring to what? the six emotional spheres which in there have all ten spheres so how come it says Aishel, singular? It singular he should have said plural he planted many many trees but the reason why he says it's very powerful, the reason why he says Aisha 1, because what are we referring to? The, 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 the seven spheres and the ten spheres within the world of Atsilut. And we know in this world of Atsilut, it's the world of unity. And the world of unity, even though it's seven and it's ten, but they're all unified. And that's why he uses the term Aisha. So Aisha is referring to the ten spheres of Atsilut. But Eshel, because they because it's in the world of Atsilas, it's all unified, and that's why the Torah uses the expression of a singular. And what's Be'er Shavah? Where did he plant the ten spheres which are unified of Atsilas? He planted into Malchus. In other words, because the goal is to draw down the ten spheres into Malchus. Now, it goes on to say as follows. Besides the simple understanding, like we just learned that Eshel is a tree, so it's also brought down in different commentaries, and Rashi brings it down as well. That there's two other insights on what an is. One says, what's an shell? It's a paradise. It's an orchard. What's an orchard? That is different. There's multiple different types of, uh, of fruit there. And that's one opinion. The other opinion, it's a it's a it's a it's a hotel for guests. And in the hotel that you have guests, yeah, you're sure you have a lot of fruit. You gotta treat the guest well. So again so one insight is like we learned before the simple insight's a tree now two more insights that Rashi brings one is that what it's fruit and the second insight is that it's a hotel that has fruit in there as well now according to the to to, to the first insight in Rashi that he says what's 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 an eshal t- it's a, it's an orchard so the in the Hasidic, uh, commentaries they also explain it's also the ten different plantings which is connected to the idea of the Ten tzilis, but according to the second inside the Hotel so he explains in the Hasidic discourse, in the year Tafray Shlamud, which is also one of the t- teachings of the Rebbe Hashabah, who his birthday is and also in the, the Hasidic discourse in the year Tafre Shlamud, etc uh, which which which, which where the, 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 the two Hasidic discourses are connected they're based on each other, and he explains over there something very powerful, and he says like this is made up of three letters. Aleph, Shin, Lamet. So Aishal has what we call a Russia Tevis, which means if we take every one of these three letters, they spell out a word. So Aleph stands for Achila. The Aleph stands for eating. The Shin stands for Shtia for drinking. And the Lamet stands for Levia. To escort someone. Someone comes to your house. You know, according to Jewish law, the biggest mitzvah of inviting someone to your house and when they leave, you walk them out. You escort them out. In other words, so you see this in Ashel, which is another, you know, what did he plant? He planted a place for people to eat, a place for people to drink, and then he escorted them out. He gave, them, he, 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 he greeted them when they left. So it goes into two categories. There's eating and drinking. Which we know when you eat and you drink, that's something you internalize. You ate something, you drank it, you internalize it. And then there's escorting someone. So it's not something they internalize, but it gives them a, a good feeling in the world of Kabbalah. It's called makif. It surrounds the person. It gives them like a, you know, a, a spiritual, emotional a blanket when they leave. In other words, even though you're going outside, but you escort them, you know, it gives them a, a, a makif experience. And like, uh, he brings f- from the, from the uh, verse that says, Hashem tzilcha. That when we go, we want Hashem to be our shadow, our protector. In other words, Hashem goes with us, Hashem escorts us, and Hashem watches over us. Over us. So, that's what is explained in the chselic discourse. Eating, drinking, it's something we internalize, and levia, the escorting, that's external, that's the external uh, protection. What does that mean practically? And as our service of Hashem, so eating and drinking is referring to our spiritual service of learning Torah, we internalize and doing the mitzvot that we internalize. And what is the escorting? That is the 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 spiritual service of creating spiritual energy around us. Makif, and Rabbi goes on to say he'd like to add that even in here of the makif part. There's there's two levels. Just like there's the Torah and Mitzvah, the two ways of internalizing. The same thing also with the creating the spiritual protection around, there's two ways. Why? Because A-shell is made up of three letters. Aleph is Achila, and Shin is Vashtia, eating and drinking. But the Lamid actually can mean one of two things. Either it can mean Lamed could mean Lino, which is sleeping, And what that's connected to the second insight, which says that it was a home, a place uh, for people to come and eat. So a house is a place that you sleep in. And so that sleeping is not something you internalize. That protects you around you. But nevertheless, it's a protection of a house. So you're protected, so to speak, in the house. However, the second insight in the lamid, not lina for sleeping, so you have the protection in the house, means Lavia, when you escort someone out of the house. So it's even a greater protection because not only you escorting you at your home, but it actually to makiv it protects you around you even when you go outside. Like the verse said, Hashem tilcha, Hashem is our shadow, Hashem is our protector. One even when we go out of the house, and this is basically a makiv that you need when you go out to the world. In other words, there's, there's different types of protections we need. We need to have achilah shtiyah that we need to have eat, and we have to drink, and we have to study Torah and do mitzvahs. That internal that creates an internal connection. But then you have the makif, the, the the external protection of the home, and then you need even a greater external protection when you go out of the house. Now, in that sort the discourse, in the year Shnun, he finishes off. And he also brings another opinion from the Medrash Rabba in reference to the idea of Eshel, based on what it says in the prophet Samuel, in the first book of Samuel, close to the end. And he brings over there a verse as follows. So it says, V'shol Yoshev, King Solomon was sitting, Begiva, Tachas Eshel Baroma. He was sitting underneath the Eishel, and again, we know already before, Ashel literally means a tree, it means an orchard, etc. But he was sitting in the Ashel Baroma, on high. In other words, what does Roma mean spiritually? So it's on high. So we know from the sphirah, what's a high sphirah? Keter. In Keter, you have Atik, the higher part, Arich, the lower part. So Eishel, Baroma means baroma is referring to Atik Yoiman, which is very, very high. And like he brings the verse where it says Romo and like the, uh, like the, uh, the like to explain in our territory it's referring to the level of Atik So based on that, whoever explains he'd like to explain now that we introduced a new idea that we're not only getting the ten spheres of angels, but also going to Atik He'd like to explain the connection between Vayita and the second part of the verse. Wasn't saying the second part of the verse Vayikra Hashem B'shem Hashem over there he called in the name of god kale god world so it's brought down the talmud the talmud says this that it says roma that that the the, that it's on a very very high the horn what is that referring to that verse it's referring to the kingdom of king david what's the connection with roma and king and king david because we know that king david's kingdom is everlasting why is it everlasting because of karen karen what does it mean karen that he was anoint, that he was he, he was anointed he was anointed and because he was anointed that's why that's why it's going to last forever so that, so based so so you see that that rama is connected to a very high level At-t-gayman, and it's also a, a connected idea like, something which lasts forever and that's why it says by Yikrasham, he called over there Hashem, in the name of god Kale, god of the world god world and like it's explained in that Hasidic discourse of Tafrei Shlamud, that besides the fact that that God is the king of the world, literally, and besides the fact that it doesn't say Kale, God of the world, because it said God of the world is God and there's the world and there's the God of the world. It doesn't say that. It says Kiloila means God world. What does that mean, God world? That God and world is all one. It's not like God is the God of the world. No, the world and God is all one. God and worlds God and world is the same thing. It's not not a disconnect. Up to the point of Ein there's nothing in this world other than God. Or Ein Oid other than God, there is nothing that exists so based on that he explains that you can say this that says Kale oilam god of the world that the god and the world is all one it's something which is not something that for a short-lived time but it's actually everlasting and that's connected to the idea of the kingdom of king day which lasts forever so in other words he explains just like we say that 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 uh, the a-shell is referring to the high level of Atik which is connected to King David that lasts forever, the same thing also, Kei the fact that God and the world is one, that is an everlasting bond. Basically, he recaps and he says, that's why the verse says, Vayita Eishel Bebe'er Shava." he planted an Eishel in Bearshava, and by and he called over to Rishem Hashem, in the name of God, Kei the God of the world, in other words, when we do our spiritual work of learning Torah, and doing mitzvot and makifim, doing all the the uh, creating of good and godly great energy, we will come very, very soon to the completion, the ultimate of doing mitzvot Like it says that it's going to be commitzvahs We're not going to do the mitzvah because of this reason, but that reason, but we're going to do it because that's the rot and Hashem. And what will happen then is when we'll do our spiritual work, what will happen is they kitsu offer. All those that have passed on will wake up. And including them will be the the the, the, the person that was celebrating his human letters, the Rebra Shab, and also the, the leader of our generation the pre the pre- previous Rami, and all the all the righteous people, and especially the Avot, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And we know we call the Avot three, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, and we're all gonna come <speaking in> be <Hebrew> Vashlema with the redemption, the true redemption, the complete redemption, and it's going to happen, very, very soon, very, very quickly, through David, the anointed Messiah. So here you have another beautiful powerful chasidic discourse explains the whole idea of a shell all different insights into a but the chasidic inside of a which is referring to the 10 levels of atzilot and even higher and the goal is to bring it down into malchus we do that by learning torah by doing mitzvahs and and, and, and creating godly energy in this world like says, and finish ho- as we do our Aravada will merit for the ultimate revelation of Mashiach Tzadkenu, and God willing, our our next class will be in Yerushalayim Ir Hakoidash. Have a great and blessed week. Shavua Tov.